Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things Hollywood here on the show. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-host and my good friend, Devin. And today, we're here to give our thoughts about the latest film to hit Netflix this past holiday weekend, and that is Don't Look Up. And before we begin today's show, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we'd love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. Devin, we're here. It's it's our last review, our last episode of the year. We finally made it. We're finally, finally here. What a, what a way to end. I know, right? Hitting Earth. Exactly. You know, it's it's start of a new year, 2022. You know, let's let's start fresh by having a cataclysmic comet hit the earth and we just start anew next year. It's it's that simple. The 1% get out and live on Mars and everyone else just accepts their fate. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But how how was your uh, your uh, your your holiday, your 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 Christmas uh with your family? Well, it was all right. Didn't get to do much just because of COVID stuff. Yeah. Everyone's kind of sitting around watching movies and <laughs> TV shows, catching yeah. up on that, playing video games. You know, it, it almost feels like we're kids again, but, you know, we have a little bit more freedom. Um, but, yeah, same here. Uh, I actually uh, spent the holiday uh, here in town uh, due to cover reasons as well. And it, it was nice. You know, I cooked myself a nice little uh, Christmas dinner and, uh, you know, watched some, some nice uh, Christmas movies and, you know, finished the, uh, the Witchery season two, watched Klaus, Little Women, uh, Home Alone one. It didn't get around to the other two just yet. But yeah, it was it was a pretty good, uh, a very relaxing holiday because I've been traveling a lot this year. So I, I felt like I needed a break for sure. But, you know, we're still in that holiday mode because, you know, everything from Thanksgiving onward towards the end of the year, everyone's everyone has like senioritis, like holiday mode stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, the the gap between Christmas and New Year's is just like a weird twilight zone. It really is. It's like bosses are okay with you doing certain things like towards the end of the year that they're not okay with you doing like during, I don't know, June or July. But hey, you know, it's Christmas. It's a new year. But I'm very excited to ring in the new year, Um, you know, some uh, friends and family. So that will be a lot of fun. But as I mentioned before, we are here talking about Netflix's latest film to hit, and that is Don't Look Up. So, Devin, are you ready to just dive on in? Yeah, I'm looking up. I'm definitely looking up. I'm, I'm looking I don't, sideways. I don't know, I don't know what, you, what, you, uh, <laughs> what you and your hashtags say. I'm looking up at this comment. I'm, I'm looking. I'm not looking up. I'm looking into the future. That's where I'm looking. <laughs> not sideways, not left, not right, not down, not up. Just... Forward, straight forward to, to the future. Now it's all right. But we'll be back with our Don't Look Up review right after this short break. This is not real. This is not real. This is not real. This isn't happening. Kate, uh, tell me this isn't really happening. I hear there's uh, something you don't like the looks of. We discovered a very large comet. Oh. For you. It's headed directly towards Earth. This comet is what we call a planet killer. At this exact moment, I say we sit tight and assess. 
sit tight and assess. Sit tight. And then assess. The sit tight part comes first, and you gotta digest it. That's the assessment period. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard a little snippet of the Don't Look Up trailer. This film is directed by Adam McKay and written by Adam McKay and David uh, Sirota as well and stars a lot, just a plethora of, of talent in this film. We have, we have Jennifer Lawrence. We got Meryl Streep, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, my gosh, Tim, Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet is, is in this. We got... Uh, there's, there's uh, Jonah Hill as well. It, it it's the the Kate cast. Chet, Mark Rylance, Ron Perlman, Ariana Grande, Ar- <laughs> Kid Cudi, Himesh Patel. It is Michael Chiklis. This is probably a, probably one of the best ensemble casts we we've had all year. But let me read the synopsis really quick, and we'll dive in. So, um, two low level astronomers must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth. And that is as simple as you can put it, to be completely honest. It's it's so, it's very straightforward. You know, it doesn't miss any turns, any tweaks. It It is what it is. So, Devin, give me your thoughts, your your initial reactions on Don't Look Up. I was I was thoroughly entertained. I thought it was very very funny at the core of it, of course, because Adam McKay is a very funny guy. Always has been a good writer and director, even though he has broken up with Will Ferrell recently. It's very sad. Um, but yeah, I, I loved I loved all. I mean, obviously all the actors. There's just so much talent in here. I think Jonah Hill was hilarious in this one. Some of his lines just I just cracked up. It was just so good. It's nice having Jennifer Lawrence back on screen. Feels like it's been a while. What was the last thing Jennifer Lawrence was in? Ooh, um, was it Red Sparrow, 2018? Red Sparrow. I mean, she was in X Men: Dark Phoenix for like a couple minutes, but but yeah, it's been it's been like three years since we've last had a Jennifer Lawrence movie. So it's good to have her back. Yeah, I believe she had a. Uh, I believe she had a child. Yeah, at, or she is pregnant. Something like it's it's one of, either she already had her kid or she is pregnant right now. But yeah, we we've been missing some some uh, Jay Lawrence in our yeah. Uh, I mean, I loved her character. I thought she was a cool like cool scientist. And it's, it's I think it was kind of funny how they tried to make Leo look ugly just by giving him a comb over and a Midwest accent. <laughs> didn't didn't work. He's still getting he's still getting like I forgot the hash I forgot the hashtag they were using like AI elf or something. Yeah, but, it was like. It's like astronomer at light yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, obviously Leo's great as always. He's not, I don't think he's ever played a character like this where he's just like the the quiet, shy, like like introvert type scientist. It was pretty interesting choice for him. And yeah, I've seen a lot of a lot of hate for this one from critics, which I'm not I mean, I can see it if you're tired of of the pandemic and all the depressing things that come with it. This is definitely in your face reminder of what we're going through. Mm. It's very on the nose. It's not afraid. It's not pulling any punches. The funny thing is, I'm pretty sure it was written like before the pandemic started. So it's not like this is a pandemic movie. No, but it's, it's just, not. It's just kind of sad and crazy how accurate this movie looks from what we're as compared to what we're actually going through right now. Just the the idea of people not listening listening to 
renowned scientist. Yeah. It's just, it's painful in some ways. So I can see if you're not looking for that right now, I could see that being an annoyance in your view, but I feel like overall it was such a, it just feels so accurate for, for what we're going through right now. And I, I relate that aspect of it. Yeah. And honestly, my, my, my initial reaction kind of, um, aligns with yours to be completely honest it, it this 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 movie's very uh you know it's it's a comedy it's very self-aware um it is a little bit on the longer side with uh, about two hours and 18 minutes of runtime but honestly like it it felt like it felt like an actual movie you know it dropped on uh christmas eve um like i said it is very self-aware and it's not it knows what it is you know like it's it's a it's a giant parody of like what you said of what's going on in our world today. You know, it's, it's people caring about the, the, uh, the material worldly things other than, you know, the, the survival and the existence of the human race. It's like, people don't want to look up at a comic comment. They also don't want to put a mask on or right. get a vaccine. It's just the simple things. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's all politics and that, and that's fine. It's, I mean, it shouldn't be politics, though. That's the issue. It's like, well, like when I say politics, I mean, just things that are happening in our world today, not even just. Yeah, it's been it's being made political. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like like you said, you know, Leo, the entire cast has done a great job. I think Jennifer Lawrence really stood out for me, at least, especially like with her running joke, which we'll definitely get into once we get into the uh, the spoiler section. But um, yeah, it's <laughs> when like my mom was watching and she's like, oh, like she's like, I can't tell if they're being serious or not. I'm like, well, it's kind of like a parody type thing. She's like, yeah, I, I get it. But it was, you know, obviously um, uh, Meryl Streep playing like a female esque, you know, Donald Trump type thing. Like you said, you know, this this movie was filmed before the pandemic and, you know, we just got a new president. So it kind of makes a little more sense. But I don't know. Sometimes when movies come out, it kind of just hits right on the nose on what's going on. I love the the tagline here on the cover, based on truly possible events. It, it definitely, I mean, it definitely could happen. I mean, the pandemic is just it's just right there. Like this, this actually happened. Not to not to this extent, but there were a lot of deaths that could have been avoided. And unfortunately, you know, we we've had to live through that. And we've we've had doctors, vet scientists, and you know, people in the medical field saying, "Wear your mask. Get vaccinated." get boosted and this honestly this film kind of like like if if someone were if someone's asking me like i want you to pick one movie that represents america (laughs) like this might be as accurate today i would recommend don't look up because it is everything that is happening in our country right now people kind of just you know it's even with um tyler perry shows up in this movie and you know, when, when they go through their feel like the whole news thing where it really just seems like it's just good vibes. And, you know, we'll uh, we'll definitely get into it. Yeah, I'm kind of teetering around spoilers. But, um, yeah, overall, I, I did enjoy it. You know, um, the critic tomato meter right now uh, for this, at least on Rotten Tomatoes, is 55 uh, percent for critics. The tomato meter and then audience score is 77 percent. It is an Adam McKay movie. If you've seen Vice, which is a really great one, definitely recommend checking that out. Yeah, I was just I was just gonna bring up. I really like Adam McKay's career arc that he's that he's on right now. Obviously, he started off with Will Ferrell doing the Anchorman movies, Step Brothers, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now he's trying to branching off on his own and doing these like kind of political 
real life type satirical movies. Like the first one he did was um, he, he mentioned Vice. He also did The Big Short, which was yeah, The Big Short, amazing. Yeah. Just tackled the the 2008 housing crisis perfectly. Um, yeah, I like I like how he's uh, I like where his where his career is going. Yeah, me too. And I, I almost forgot about this. It was, it was kind of weird for Netflix to drop this on December 24th. Cause it's like, I mean, there are other things you can watch on Netflix. Like, I mean, I believe Cobra Kai, like season four or whatever drops, like as of this recording drops this week, but um, on since for, yeah. So it, it's kind of odd, but I mean, I guess it is, you know, for something for people to watch, you know, during the holiday season, I, I don't know if I would have released it on December 24th because it does feel like it's just one of those super, super late to the party type movies, but you know, it is what it is, but overall I did enjoy it. So um, yeah, let's get into spoilers here. So ladies and gentlemen, that's right there, that right there, this, that's your first spoiler warning for don't look up. So this right here, that's technically your third, but this is actually your second. Spoiler warning for Don't Look Up. So if you haven't seen the film, definitely go check it out and come back and listen to the rest of our review because we're going to definitely, you know, gonna get into the weeds here a little bit. You know, it's there's a lot to unpack, but not at the same time. It, it's just a it's just a really fun parody movie that I think everyone should at least check out. But um, as I was saying before, um, with uh, Tyler Perry, him being in this movie, it's been a while since we've seen him and a few things as well but um you know, some celebrities kind of just lay low for a bit but i also wanted to give a shout out to rob morgan in this one because i i wasn't very familiar with him but i thought he did a, a pretty good job in his role was that the other black guy the or is yeah, that the, the nasa scientist nasa scientist. yeah i've seen him in a few things before as well i do reckon i do recognize him from that but um yeah so going back to what i was talking about with the um you know, with with Jennifer Lawrence and Leo kind of like being the lead scientists and telling people like, hey, here's living proof. Here's living proof that there's a comet coming, you know, a, a catalog X, Y and Z, whatever, whatever, a.k.a. it's a planet killer and it's hurling straight towards Earth. And I love how it gets named after her. So she gets all the blame. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, dur- during the uh, the news show. That Tyler Perry and um, I forgot the other uh, actresses. Damn, I do apologize. This is a lot Kate of people. Was that Kate Blanchett? Yeah. With, no, it wasn't. With very large veneer veneers as teeth. I was gonna say, like, I heard like I knew she was in the movie. I was looking for her. I'm like, I do not see her. So she okay. Wow, I feel really stupid very, right very now. Very fake teeth, Kate Blanchett. Okay. Just because honestly, dude, if I did not recognize her whatsoever. It was like Pamela Anderson with um Lily James playing her. Yeah, I was like, "What?" But yeah, um, and I'm hey, sure that was that was a a purposeful choice on her end. She doesn't want to be associated with a character like that, I imagine. Yeah, for sure, absolutely, yeah, for sure. So, man, I mean, <laughs> good job in the makeup department because that literally went over my head because I knew she was in the film, and I'm like, I'm, I, I don't see her anywhere. I'm like, did I miss her? And I was like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, so during their new show, it's it's more just good vibes only. Like they never like to talk about the bad stuff, which is something you can actually argue. That's like something that, you know, people bring up in our society today where, you know, it's nothing but good vibes. And then Leo kind of like goes on a tangent. He's like, well, some things are just not nice to talk about. And you have to talk about these things 
not everything is, you know, sunshines and rainbows. Like we get it, you know, like you, you want to keep more of a positive up, upbeat attitude for viewers and whatnot. But as we've seen in our world, the news is not that pleasant. <laughs> so, but I, I really like that, um, how they did that. But yeah, um, I think my favorite part before I forget this was Jennifer Lawrence's running joke about <laughs> when they finally go to the president's office and they're offered snacks. So good. <laughs> and they think they had to pay for this. It was like $10 the, for some, some cheese some and some water and the water. <laughs> and like the defense attorney, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'll get us some snacks, whatever, while you guys are waiting to talk to the president about this comment. And then she later finds out that like, Oh yeah, all the snacks here are free. And like, I think she brings it up like two or three times. Yeah, like she, keeps, she keeps bringing it up. She's like, is it, is it just a power move? She's talking to <laughs> Timothy Chalamet's character about it. Yeah, apparently a lot of his lines were uh, more so um, improvised, which is pretty cool. But you know, everyone loves Timothy yeah, Chalamet. The woke, so. the woke skater character. Yeah, and today's his birthday as of this recording. So happy birthday, Timothy Chalamet. So, but yeah, it, it was great. I, I love like with Jennifer Lawrence's character, it was just you thought that she was talking about something else and they like cleverly wrote it to where it always went back to the snacks. Cause I was like, what is she talking about? And then I was like, Oh my God, this again. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool. But, and I, I also loved the dynamic between her and Jonah Hill's character. He's just like toying with her the whole, like just does not care about her at all. He's like, no, oh, you guys need to go to the bathroom. We'll lay some newspaper down and we'll put some, we'll give you some Lysol. You should be good to go. <laughs> I love it how he was the son of the president. Yeah. Mom? Mom? <laughs> I can't believe they left that man. <laughs> they left him. <laughs> Completely but he, left but he him. he survives. He does. He's he the does. only one left in the world. He really was like the whipping boy in, in, in a sense. Like he was just the butt of the joke. But, but it's he like, has all the power because he's because his mom's the president. Literally. It was, and I mean, I, I, I really like how it's. It's just so, it's so, um, man, I'm blanking on the, it, it is like, I mean, I hate going back to self-aware, but like, it really is, you know, with, with all the hashtags, like, Hey, like, don't look up. Like there's nothing out in the sky. Like you don't, you don't need to. Yes. That's exactly how it would play out. Yeah. Like, but that's sad. Like this is a like 100% reflection of like American culture. Yeah. People and, don't respect science. And yeah. And they're like, Oh, like you don't need to look up in the sky. Like there's nothing there, and it's like, but like it, it doesn't and cost then you, you. you. Have Ron Perlman's character shooting at the comet, <laughs> yeah. and then the um the guy who owned the um the the mega corporation, aka it was like Facebook. I, I loved I loved his character. It was he was just like the perfect like sneaky little freak tech CEO. Like he nailed that his soft voice and just his mannerisms. Yeah, well, well um, we're gonna be uh. Yeah, we're, yeah we're I'm gonna, gonna, get, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'm just gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, bro, he, he, gone. Ain't, he ain't coming back. She gone. <laughs> she gone. <laughs> Everyone leaves besides Jonah. And he's like, she'll come back. And that, even come even back. that is like scarily realistic because you got all these billionaires like like the like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk creating their own space companies and traveling mm. to space and just it's like what are you what are you preparing for what do you know that we don't know oh, why, yeah. are you, why are you so eager to get off this earth it's just <laughs> and go it's just where <laughs> exactly 
Yeah, it. I. I. It's the the entire and of course with was not expecting the uh, Kate Blanchett and um, Leo. She like, was really into him because they couldn't. They could not make him look unattractive. The comb over and accent was not enough. He's still Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, it, I mean, he really does shine through. Though, I mean, he is definitely one of my, perhaps, probably my my favorite actor working. And you know, it, you know, we we see him. Well, I think the last time we saw him was in Once a Time, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I believe that was the last time we saw him. Yeah. And that was in like what 2019. So it has been a while, but you know, Leo's getting older, but he really does play the part like fantastically well. Like I, I really, really enjoyed that. But was there anything you wanted to bring up? I know I've been blabbering here myself for a while, but wanted to give the chance to pass the baton to you. If there's anything you wanted to bring up during our coverage. Um, I loved when when they first meet Riley Bina. She just goes, <laughs> shut up, oh, you old yeah. fuck. <laughs> it's like, I'm an astronomer. You know, there's a comet coming. It's crashing on Earth. Oh, that's so cool. I have a tattoo of a star on my back. He's like, oh, that, that, that that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> totally forgot about Ariana Grande. I, what did you think of her song, by the way? Like they I thought actually, that was they actually like released it and put it on Spotify and everything. Did they really? Yeah, wow. I have to look that up because that 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 was like a banger song. Like I mean, it's weird. Like if you're like listening to the lyrics, but you know, she had her nice little time in the sun there. Meryl Meryl Streep was perfect as always. Just very unlikable president. Yeah, smoking cigs on the side, getting points <laughs> for smoking cigs. See, okay, like if you want to talk about the post-credit scenes, that's fine. I just haven't seen them yet. I, I definitely will, but it's just Meryl Streep and was it worth it? And the the tech, the tech guy landing on a different planet, like okay, hundreds of years in the future. Oh my god! <laughs> and they're all they're all naked, of including course. Meryl Streep. I'm guessing it's a body double, but who knows? Maybe that was her, yeah, her real ass. Oh my gosh. It's like, you can shut my butt, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's all we got. Nothing else. That's all you get. <laughs> that's all you get. But yeah, I, I, um, the, uh, what was it? The, the weight loss, like timer thing for Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. like calculating how everything, like when the asteroid actually hit and like, you know, coming off of like the high of talking about it, like really quick, I really did like how towards the end where, you know, it's Leona's family, you know, he was cheating on his wife with Kate Blanchett. They essentially get back together. The classic disjointed family table scene that yeah. the MCU has been making famous recently. Exactly. I mean, everyone loves a good dinner table scene. Everybody does. But, you know, they, they just decide to act as, as if, you know, everything's normal. It's like, well, what else are we going to do? It's like, let's just have one last meal together. And then, like, I I really like how anime, like, the, the, the uh, I cannot talk today, the direction where like it actually felt like the world was ending. It wasn't just like uh yeah, because there were like there were like glitches in the actual movie. Like was that on purpose? I think I, w- I would guess so. Towards the end, there's like some glitches, like some some scenes get skipped a little bit, and it just feels like it's like a, it just adds to the world ending theme. Yeah, because I saw some people online that were kind of complaining about that, and I was like, well. I feel like that was done on purpose. I think some of the other editing choices, like adding in the random like nature show parts throughout the movie was kind of strange. Mm. Yeah. I didn't really add anything to it. 
Mm-mm. No, not at all. But like all the attempts that they make and, you know, they the first attempt, they're like, oh, well, there's all these rare minerals. It's like it's not just about, oh, like just, you know, destroying this comet that's coming towards Earth. It's like, oh, let's try to mine it. And then at the same time, we can also think about, you know, destroying it, whatever, whatever. But it's like it, it's, you know, obviously you see with like politics and just like, you know, United States and it never was their priority until it got like super serious towards the end. And it's, it's kind of like, I don't know. It, it, and then it, I, I like how, how Leo ends up becoming like a celebrity out of it and everyone loves his character, but then yeah. everyone villainizes uh, Jennifer's character just because <laughs> she's a female more, more than likely. And her boyfriend's kind of just outing her. What oh, was yeah. that? He, he was just being a, a little, squirmy little journalist guy yeah he's like oh uh, what did he say the bug was gonna be called like sleeping with the devil or something like yeah, that he, I can't he wrote an article it's like <laughs> you know that the crazy lady who just announced a, a meteor a comet's coming yeah i slept with her i guess on his side it's, it's just like why why would you do that like what what's what is he there wants, to gain? He wants those clicks baby yeah it's it's always about the clicks nowadays unfortunately it's it's never it's never about the content never never about the content <laughs> But yeah, overall, man, I really did enjoy this movie. Uh, was there any other last points you wanted to bring up before we close out here? I'm trying to think of any other issues I had. I will agree it was a bit overlong. Yeah, I feel like for it sure. could have been cut a little bit. I mean, we've we've talked about Jennifer Lawrence's hair a little bit. Interesting choice there. It definitely goes with her character. Was that actually a wig, or did she like? Yeah, it was a wig. I heard. Okay. I was reading that it was a wig that. The, the art department and the styling department put together and she kind of like cut it herself to make the bangs look like that. Mm, okay. I love the nose rings. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, look, it's just a nice touch. Nice touch. But overall, you know, um, yeah, pretty much my, my number one issue was probably that it was a tad bit too long. Um, but I, I did enjoy um, all the way through. Like it is something you can kind of just turn on and just have a laugh about, you know, it's nothing, serious it's kind of just a like i can't say it's a turn your brain off kind of movie because like it is showing like a reflection of like what america is today. it definitely pulls off meta better than matrix resurrections that's <laughs> that's for sure yeah or um what was space jam earlier this year yeah yeah definitely it, i mean I'll, I'll watch anything with adam mckay honestly this actually makes me want to go back and watch the big short and vice to be completely honest with you, especially, uh, especially. Vice. And he's got, he's got the, um, the HBO Lakers, uh, series coming out soon. The, the what series? Uh, show on the, the, the HBO series on the Lakers, like the magic, the magic Johnson era Lakers. He's oh yeah. That. That's right. That's going to be interesting. I thought you said it's called liquor. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, we did. We got Lakers pizza. pizza. We got Lakers pizza. And then we get, we got a show called Lakers. What, what, what's going on here? No, it's it's all right. But Devin, what would you give Don't Look Up, your rating of the film? I'm looking at a solid 87. I don't think I've ever given an 87 before. It feels right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give this one just solid 85. You know, like I said, it's just the runtime for me. What Like, I did have to watch it in a bit of chunks because, I mean, to be fair, I was doing a lot of calling relatives, you know, trying to get the, the Christmas wishes and stuff out there. And uh, preparing for Christmas Day for like Christmas dinner and stuff like that. But 
I think I had I finished it in about maybe two sitting, two three sittings, something around there. But overall, um, that that was that was just like my number one main complaint with it was the runtime. But yeah, I give it like an eighty five. Like it's it's a good movie. Like I've I, mean, I was looking forward to it all year, and I, I think it definitely paid off for sure. But um, if you haven't watched it, definitely go. Um, well, actually, if you made it this far, you probably have watched it <laughs> since we're in spoilers territory. But definitely tell your friends about it. Tell your mom, your brother, your dad, your lover, whoever. Watch Don't Look Up together. You'll, you'll have a ball. You will have a ball. So that pretty much concludes our review of Don't Look Up. Our last review of 2021 here on Film Optics here on the show. So. Devin, we're going to be taking a break, a two-week break for everyone out there listening. We're going to be coming back on the week of January 14th, which is the same week that Scream 5 drops in theaters. So, you know, it's just towards the end of the year, you know, we're kind of just taking a breather. Um, you know, it's it's nothing personal. It's just everyone needs a break every now and then. And, you know, it. this is our, hundred, our 115th episode this year. And, you know, we've definitely been producing a lot of episodes, especially towards the tail end of the year, because that's usually when it is the most busy. But, yeah, two-week break uh, from us coming up. Uh, So you won't see any new content until then. But um, so we will be switching our podcast um, over into a a new uh, hosting site, which has nothing to do with – it doesn't affect any of the listeners out there. More so stuff on the back end so we can use more resources, more tools to make the podcast the best that it can be. And starting next month in January, um, like I said, we're going to be starting off with Scream 5. We're also going to be doing a a new franchise revisited uh, series um, that will be coming up. It's going to be a monthly franchise revisited series. That is one quick change I kind of want to tell everyone about. So from from here on forward, instead of it it being more of a week to week uh, type franchise revisit, it it is going to be split more more as a monthly coverage, just because it is a lot to um, to cover up at once. And depending on how long the franchise is, if let's say we decided to tackle Star Wars or something like that, that's that's nine weeks, um, which is cool. But, you know, there are other things we want to get out to you guys and we want to focus on. So coming up. Um, starting in January, we'll be doing a franchise revisited um, series of Hunger Games, of the Hunger Games, because the 10th anniversary is going to be dropping in March uh, coming up next year, the 10th anniversary of the first film. So we're going to be going through um, all of those uh, four films starting in January next year as well so that is just one small little announcement but i probably will drop a uh small little um update um like episode or just towards like in within the two-week break to kind of let people know what's going on for those who have missed you know the end of this episode so we can kind of just get that information out to everyone but other than that yeah that pretty much concludes our 2021 um <laughs> year here on the show you know we we've gone through a lot of stuff you know if, if you we, haven't checked are out we doing boba fett the first episode or are we just waiting i think we should just wait until it's so we are going to be that's another thing we are going to be covering book of the book of boba fett 
but we're going to wait until the series finale and just do one full episode of that because um, there are certain things I'm buying and I just, I have a few things planned that I kind of just want to get through. So this will definitely be our, our last for sure. Cause originally we were going to do the first episode and then wait, but I think it's just better just to wait until it, um, it ends. And then we'll, we're definitely going to be doing, we'll, we'll be watching along of course, but um, definitely going to be doing it once the season finale hits. But yeah, so there's those are two things you're um, looking uh, forward to next year. We have the Hunger Games franchise revisited series starting in January, and our Scream 5 review uh, will be back on the podcast on January 13th. I just wanted to take the time to thank Devin for you know joining me and thank everyone who has been on the show uh, this year. Um, you know, Ryan McQuaid, Griff Schiller. Uh, Nicole Ackman, uh, one of my coworkers, uh, Shelby Williams, uh, Leo Rydell, uh, Amanda from AMX NDA Reviews, so, so many more. JD, uh, Brendan Cassidy, Ryan McQuaid, Jay Ledbetter, Amy Smith, uh, Sharia Chawla, um, who, um, Matt, Rebel Matt, I'm, I'm blanking on Matt's last name right now. I'm sorry, Matt. Um, but you know who you are. But yeah, we, we've had so many great, uh, great guests and great, great, uh, great friends of the show, I should say, uh, this year. And we just wanted to thank you guys for another great year of podcasting. And, you know, here's to another amazing year around the corner. And we love you guys. And we hope you guys stick around. You know, we're going to be trying to do our best to give you the best content that we possibly can. So, Here's to another year. We hope everyone has had a great holiday uh, with their friends and family. We hope you all have a wonderful, safe New Year's celebration ringing in the new year of 2022. We, we already got a new Batman trailer, so I'm, I'm sold. I'm sold. So, oh, man, it's going to be crazy. But let's close on out of here. And that is a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating review on apple Podcasts or spotify and follow us on twitter to stay in the know that was devin my name is christian and we'll see you guys next year peace